welcome to Please Blow My Mind with me, Will Fleming. Please blow my mind. Whoa. That's the goal, brother. Get joy in your lives every day. <laughs> I'm just simply looking to be 1% better every day. I get it, man. We're together on that. That is mind-blowing. We've got a work cut out for us. It's the thing that inspires me to continue on. Everything happens, and then we find a reason. You just went deep. Okay, so welcome to a slightly different version of the podcast. Uh, Still blowing our minds, but these are the mind-blowing thoughts, the learnings, the, the musings, the reflections that I have from doing a weekly podcast where the goal is to talk to people, to expand my worldview through understanding their worldview and then sharing that you know uh, there's several times a week where I where I realize that the the rate of change the pace that I travel at to try and create a weekly podcast doesn't really give me that much time to reflect to think back to ponder and so I thought what might be quite nice is to is to do that on the podcast is to take time is to reflect to upload my thoughts on what I'm learning and why am I doing that well you know I spend a lot of time talking to people trying to learn off them trying to blow my mind and I learn things and it changes you you know I think about changing the world and how that's a narrative literally people are empowered to change the world and I believe that But I think the bit we don't talk about is how, you know, it's the same when we say speak up. You often hear me talking on this podcast. We're encouraged to speak up, to call out, but we're not encouraged to learn how to speak because maybe the incentives are wrong or you can't, you can't up until the podcast, you know, revolution, it wasn't, there was no avenue for monetizing conversations. I mean, maybe there was, but look at podcasting now, it's... It's user-driven content, and there's sponsorship to that, and there's, there's outcomes to that. So changes happen, and changes are happening to me, and I want to have a way of exploring those and sharing those, and, and I, I don't know, I don't know. We'll just see how this goes, but one of the things that has kind of popped in my mind is this idea of being a bystander. And specifically, not being a bystander. You know, I remember seeing a documentary and they talked about the bystander effect. Effectively, it's someone who thinks someone else is going to fix the problem. It's, you see the, you know, you may have seen it on a YouTube video. Um, It's quite popular online content. So it's, you know, someone pretending to be unconscious and... And they are lying on the ground and no one helps them. Um, It's something I can relate really well to because I've been through many scenarios where you see something and it registers in your your gut, in your subconscious as, as something not right. But you tell yourself that someone else is going to do something about it 
And it's puzzled me why we are like that. And I guess it's to prevent ourselves from danger. I mean, was I prepared to jump in for a stranger and help in an uncomfortable situation? Probably the answer is no. But I realized through these conversations I'm having that you have to be accountable to make change. You have to be able to to make a difference, you actually have to not be a bystander. And that's something that's that I'm learning. That's something that's uh, being fused into my consciousness, this idea of not, not sitting back. So I thought I'd share three examples in the last two weeks of moments where I have tried not to be a bystander. And I want to highlight these three examples because they're traditionally examples that I would uh, be a bystander or at least park it from my mind and carry on. I wanted to share these examples because I thought they might be useful in terms of how I processed what was happening um, and try to revert or re realign my fear and my anxiety of what to do to actually help in a positive way or to actually still contribute not be a bystander but not have to take the world's weight on your shoulder and that's how it feels when you are going to have to do something it feels like it feels dangerous it feels risky because it is because you don't know what's going to happen so the first example is I was walking back to my car from a filming job and I saw a man and woman and it looked like the man was kind of, it looked like they were in an argument. <clears throat> it looked like they were certainly not happy. And I was trying to read the situation and, and what was coming through was he was kind of, you know, verbally overpowering her. I think I may have seen him, you know, um, hold her face, but not kind of like a look at me, but it was kind of, you know, it registered to me as not cool. And I guess pound for pound, you know, I'm, I'm a pretty big guy. I, I would back myself to have to, to be in confrontation. But I, I, it's one of these moments where I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to do. So I thought about it and I kept walking and I, I knew I didn't want to be that bystander. And I was going to be, if I kept walking, I was walking away from the couple and, and I kept turning around and not knowing what to do. And I realized that I looked, I said, stop, look around you. What's, what's happening? What's happening? So I looked around me. I saw that they were at a bus station and the bus station had like an information desk. And, and that's when it hit me that I don't have to carry the world's weight on my shoulders. I don't have to carry everything alone and you do carry that when you're a bystander you see the moment you choose not to engage because you think someone else is uh, going to carry that load and you remove that load and you walk on but you don't walk on you end up carrying the load and and you never share it so no one else can help with that load so what I did is I walked into the bus station really quickly I, I said uh, these were my words to the information do you have security here they said yes are you okay I said yes I'm okay but I think there's a couple outside who someone should check up if everything's okay I'm not sure what's happening it's a it's a man talking to a woman and it looks a bit confrontational and 
then the nice person behind the counter said yes I'll get security on it and they went out there and to be honest I don't know what happened after that but I had shared the burden you know I had shared um, in my mind I had not kept it to myself and I had let people who are you know employed as security to keep people safe I'm, I'm hoping that they will be able to enforce their training or not enforce but enact their training uh, in a way that I I don't know you know that's not my realm that kind of stuff but I left there you know a little bit still wondering if I'd made the right call if I should have been brave enough to say something um, I feel like I feel like I made the right call but what was interesting is I found a way to make a call right instead of just sucking it up and 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 leaving it there and then there was another scenario only a few days later where I was driving uh, down to the Coromandel and if you've ever driven to the Coromandel in New Zealand there's long parts of the road where you know there's not many houses it's country and I saw a car in the ditch and I've seen cars in the ditch before and I mean you're going 100 kilometers so you don't just stop I kept driving and I kept thinking what if someone's in that car I've seen news stories of people in the car stuck for days because no one stopped because people were bystanders by drivers and it shot in my mind again that I can't do nothing so I asked myself what can I do and I could stop I could stop, turn around, stop, and have a look. And, and you know, it's, it's, it's why I haven't done that before, because I don't want to stop. I don't want to check if people are okay. I mean, sure I do, but I'm hoping that someone else is called, and of course people are okay, but you don't know. So that's this whole problem with being a bystander. So I, 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 I stopped for a second My, mentally. I kept driving, of course. And I thought, I'll call the local police station and I'll, I'll at least report it. You know, I'm not saving the planet when I'm reporting it. But they might say, oh, thanks, someone's reporting it. I've reported it. Everything's fine. So I Googled, well, I got my wife to Google the number. And I called the local police station in that area. And I passed the message on. And I carried on and I thought, great, I'm not a bystander. I've given that message over to people who are charged with the safety of others and 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 I didn't bystand I found a way to not take that load all on myself and share that share that um, share that load and then today just before this little podcast here I drove down the road from work and I saw a, like a, a toddler walking on the side road and it hit me again. You can't not do nothing. You know, maybe you can't do everything, but you can do something. That's what's stuck in my mind, and I don't know where this comes from. I don't know where this is coming from, but I think it's through all these conversations, hearing stories, hearing mind-blowing moments, hearing people who are forced to make decisions in sometimes very tricky environments. So I turned the car around, and I stopped and I jumped out and as I jumped out there was already a, a lady in the neighborhood running towards that child because there was danger for that child 
I mean, a toddler doesn't know the difference, do they, between a footpath and the road. And I think it was just a matter of time before that child would have been hit. And if I had have been a bystander, I believe I would have contributed to that. So it hit me pretty hard. Um, and it kind of cemented in my mind that you don't have to do everything, but you definitely need to do something. And why that's interesting for me is because, you know, in this world now, we're all connected. We live in a time where social media algorithms drive us, whether that's good or bad thing. Probably in my mind, it's a bad thing. We take the humanity out of each other by, by, by on-selling human human instinct you know we we have outrage culture we have media that supports that we have algorithms that support that we outsource our humanity and then in huge moments where you're asked to make a change we're asked to be human do make a difference stand up for what you believe in but we haven't been encouraged or incentivized to learn those you know i had to learn what my role was in these moments. And I don't think it's either black or white. I don't think you have to be the hero. I'm not watching a Marvel film and taking away that I have to self-sacrifice in every moment. But that doesn't mean you can also do nothing, right? So I guess that's what I'm saying is those are three ways that I I was accountable. I, I didn't have to risk it all, you know? I was a tiny bit late today for the engagement I was going to and that's simply because I turned the car around and stopped and, and tried to make sure that um, that little toddler was okay and, and that the lady who had already seen it she was not being a bystander either she ran over and I was kind of happy about that because I was a bit worried you know I drive a van this podcast van and and it kind of already looks super dodgy <laughs> so I didn't want to kind of everyone to think oh look at that dodgy guy kind of trying to steal that kid but I overcame even that fear by saying no, no more bystander. And, and I want to share this because it's important to me. And I think that I think that what I'm trying to do is provide examples to myself and others of ways to act, <laughs> ways to act in this in this complicated world. You know. Um, I had a conversation with someone yesterday saying, you know, I'm not too sure what to say. Will we offer value if we do a podcast together? And I said, maybe the point is not to offer value. Maybe the point is to be an example of of people who actually uh, are the antidote to TV, meaning we're just talking and we don't know what will come out. Like now, it's not scripted. You know, the example I give to that is when you watch TV, like the news or something, that person is microphoned and that person is connected via an air um, speaker to a studio room full of people all there so that that person can shine even if they look at the lens they don't really see a lens they see words and we don't see the words and there's this kind of trickery which is this ultimate end package where it looks perfect and it registers to us as normal but it's not normal you know what's normal? This 
what I'm doing now, talking unscripted, just with ideas. And I really believe that we need to all make an effort in this digital world to speak out like this more, to bring others along for the journey and to pass those messages on. Because if we're going to continue down this path of not being together, physically uh, because we outsource it to you know the online world and FaceTime and all of that kind of stuff then we need to find other ways to learn those lessons and I've only learned these lessons through connecting with people so I'd highly encourage uh, you start a podcast because then you like me can get yourself in front of people and talk and then let's share those messages and you know ultimately it will help us it will help us not be a bystander in our own lives you know, you don't want to walk past yourself when you're in need of help and um, not do anything. And and I, I, I kind of feel like that's what's happening to me. I'm not being a bystander, even in my own life. Make sure you're accountable. Say something. Do something. And have the tools to be able to. So, yeah. Okay. Let's wrap it up here because uh, uh, I feel like those points got out. Um I'll be keen to hear your feedback if you like these little side podcasts. I'll try and think of a, a cool name. Um, and yeah, I'm looking forward to carrying on this journey. Uh, if you're new around here and this is your first interaction with me, my name's Will Fleming. I'm a, I'm a videographer, I'm a podcaster, a creative. I am currently really motivated to do more of this type of content in the community and to help more people to to help more people have conversations i want to facilitate conversations so i'm i'm, I'm moving to um set up like a kind of community studio and i have a strong vision so you know watch the space um I'm, I'm super excited and a bit nervous and a bit freaked out but but that's probably all good stuff right like it's probably how it was for most of history people never had it easy and um, and yeah, we put ourselves in uncomfortable situations. But I'll wrap up the podcast. Thank you all for watching and listening. And uh, I look forward to bringing you more mind-blowing conversations. Um, yeah, ending there. Whew. Connect with someone in real life. That's the takeaway message. Don't be a bystander. Work out a way where you can say it out loud and mean it. All right, team, see you in the next podcast.